Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 145, episode 4 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers, fuck Fox News, fuck Rush Limbaugh, and oh. fuck Mark Sexton, fuck Ben Shapiro, Carl singing. Pretty much anyone I hang out with. Yeah. Uh, what's the other guy that whose voice sounds like that? Alex Jones, there's yeah, that kid. Oh, brutal racist! You hate to kick a man when he's down. The uh, globalists, I'm telling you, they're 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 taking us down. That and you race think traitors. He's thriving right now with QAnon doing uh, doing the most, but he, I feel like he's kind of falling off. Well, he's he got he got too many lawsuits where they're like, you're selling me weird boner pills that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> and he also had that uh, divorce. Yeah. Court appearance where he was like, oh, yeah, it's all a character that I play. Oh, this is um, performance art, actually. Yeah, I'm just sort very of, messy. Yeah, uh, in the tradition of, uh, you know, that one guy, uh, Man on the Moon. What was his name? Jim Carrey. No, Andy but Kaufman. the actual Andy Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim you Carrey know, the, <laughs> playing right. Andy Kaufman. But so. I like if Alex Jones is like, yeah, uh, your honor, this is whole thing is actually it's performance art sort of on the level of uh, Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> Jim Carrey. Sort of like Ace Ventura. I don't know if you... Uh, yeah. Uh, you see, we him. both tend to speak directly out of our assholes. <laughs> so... Oh, perfect. Perfect. It's Thursday, August 6th, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. It's one, two, three. Take your hand and come with me, because Jack's white thighs have some jorts they need to get inside. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I said, Jack's white thighs, that's the drawers I need to get uh, a four, five, six. Come oh, on and get the zip, because you don't need money when thighs look like this, do you, honey? Uh, that is courtesy of Mr. Lugubrious. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Oh, my God. I don't even have an AKA to do one after that. I'm just going to say know. it's your boy every day. It's Kush Limbaugh, you know, just twisting up that OG <laughs> In it backwoods and taking yeah, yeah. it back to the woods. I feel like I was really in the pocket on that one. You uh, were. That, was Am I using that correctly? You definitely. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if we're going off like odd meter, you're sort of, of doing like. Jorts. If yeah. I'm going to get like uh, sort of rhythmically shading you, I'm like, yeah, there's some polyrhythms in there you're definitely sort of catching. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's the Wu Tang member who worked in the polyrhythms? Uh, who? I don't know. There's a dude who was like kind of always off, off a little bit. Um, oh, like with the, his, I mean, yeah. you got it, was, it kinda, wasn't one of the main ones. Yeah, I think it was you God. I mean, you God is an he. Well, hold on, you God Golden Arms is very much part of Wu Tang. So right. if all we're right. talking about right. somebody yes. else, I mean, you're talking about yes. Capadonna, maybe who's like yeah. a well, satellite. Was I mean, he twists darts from the heart. Try to intrude, loop his voice on the LP. I mean, yeah. you know. So, uh, anyways, know. Miles, <laughs> we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious, the talented. Lydia Popovich! Lydia! What's up? It took everything What's for me not up? to jump in on that Wu-Tang talk. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? You will not talk about you, God, like that. Listen. <laughs> Seven chambers. Leave you, God, out of this. Listen. Yeah. yeah. Let's, I definitely let's... underrate you, God, because he didn't have one of those first solo albums that was like right. in that first wave when I was like really uh, fully yeah. obsessed and had every one of those solo album covers on my wall. Yeah. Honestly, I think I would pay money to go back in time and just knock on the door of Jack O'Brien when he was in the height peak of his Wu time, 
with I, I think I would love that. I would truly oh, yeah. pay was, money I to go back so in time and just sit down. I was so annoying. My friends made fun of me. First of all, they didn't really like rap music that much. And then Fuck I was em. like like three levels deep, like analyzing the lyrics oh. and shit. And oh, they were just shit. like, shut the fuck. Were oh. you smoking weed at that time too? Or were you just like in full white boy wonder? just a dork. Just oh, a dork. man. Just real into it. Just uh, fooled by the I was power. not smoking weed and that's where all my uh, extra excess brain energy was going. Just a backpack full of white I guilt mean, and love trying to get you in there. I love that shit. Love that shit. I thank each and every one of you because as someone who had a career in indie hip hop in the late 90s and the early 2000s, I salute you. You there put you money in my pocket. I could not have done it without white boys with backpacks. So God yeah, bless yeah. you. Every you single one. If you have a, if a Rockus Records hoodie, you weren't living Oof. that life. Oof. <laughs> you have an LRG hat. Hit me yeah, with it. Yes. Exactly. I'm part of the it. Lifted Research team you and the Lifted be. Research group. Yes. Uh, oh. The interesting, they're so funny as I search it. There's a New Yorker piece called The Unexpectedly Moving Story of You God, the least loved <laughs> member of the Wu Tang Clan. The least loved? <laughs> wow. I mean, that's true. I mean, like, they open it up because, yes, I believe Masticilla is probably one of the most underrated. Uh, mm-hmm. in Wu-Tang that you just don't hear much about like you know if you're really into that and into his uh, artistry but yeah they, there's like a whole write-up on like his whole career and his ups and <laughs> so we'll have to get into that talk about the unexpectedly moving story of you mm. god yeah I want to yeah, know what's yeah. unexpectedly moving other than his bowels I'm, I'm curious right. yeah. I know I mean oh I are think... you saying you god's incontinent I mean oh. every I'm just saying everyone shits that man. is everybody yeah. poops there's a book about talk it. about darts um, <laughs> uh, I mean, you guys, I'm going to be a little bit quieter than normal on this episode because I will be reading that New Yorker profile for the rest of the episode. Tears but, streaming uh, down your yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, take take your time. If you, if you yeah. need a tissue break or like just like, you know, to blow your nose, one of those big messies, just let us know. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You yeah, got right. it. We got it. Uh, all right, Lydia, we are going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about today. Uh, we're going to be talking about that fucking interview. Uh, and this is not, you did not loop back to yesterday. This is the sequel. Uh, <laughs> that fucking interview redux, uh, Fox and Friends edition. Woo! Um, this man, he's really can't, can't not be himself. Uh, that's, <laughs> the, that would be the award I would give him if I was his little league coach. Uh, and this guy, uh, you know, he's not a big hitter. But he, uh, spirit-wise, he can't not be himself. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Kanye, uh, the Kanye president, uh, presidential run, and uh, who who is actually behind it besides Kanye. It turns out it's a lot of Trump people. Uh, we're going to talk about the White House plan to rush vaccines. Uh, not good. We're going to talk about QAnon. We're going to talk about. Jurassic Park. We're gonna talk about Coca-Cola. Uh, all of that, wow. plenty more. But first, Liddy, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Oof. Honestly, I mean, we're in core times, right? So like I've moved past all of the fun search history and I'm starting to move into like the realness. Like I was taking a look mm. to be like, what have I been looking at? And it is so depressing, dog. All that's <laughs> in here. I'll I'll straight up read you like the first top five. Financial and retirement planning advice, comma, Charles Schwab, credit score, uh, bankofamerica.com, online banking, sign in online ID, Mm. uh, and then a bunch of property in Tennessee, 
Uh, and then uh, what is this here? Watch below deck Mediterranean. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's how where my quarantine is at. How far are you? How oh, far episode are you? ten. I'm I'm current as a mother. Is that already ten? So oh no, I it's just, season five, but it's right, episode right, right. ten of season five. Yeah, I think right is now. that the one that just aired earlier this week? Yeah, it aired. Okay. Uh, I think on Tuesday. I don't. I watched it yesterday. So did Kiko get the boot for Yeah, dog. Yeah, I thought so. I yeah. see. I had to turn off the episode before when he was failing that dinner. I was like, I can't even watch. Yo, this shit is. He's about to put out trash, and I'm like, I, was I like, can't watch. How are you it. doing this to these beautiful, wonderful, nice black people? You are seriously yeah. serving them plates of fried. Like, come on, man. What are you? Well, doing? see, you know, in their in their sheet, they should have broke down. Like, you know, that's the problem I always see on these yachts. And nah, people are like, man. we want finger food and shit like that. But these chefs don't know how to make the real good trash food. Nah, it's always man. like, Hannah fucked him. Hannah fucked him hard. Oh wow. Okay. She, see, told, we him get make, into that. she told him to make a bunch of garbage ass shit because he's yeah, in oh, Las that's, Vegas. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a whole other narrative because Hannah's checked out. I mean, we all know that. I yeah. mean, that's been clear as day. And I'm just like and now that tells me what I need to know about Hannah is that she <laughs> eats at the real buffet. Like she's never been <laughs> to, to a Vegas. classy she ain't been to the <laughs> right, 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 right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she ain't going to fucking Cabron. She's like, yeah, not going Joe, to Joe Robichon is out there. Nah. Yeah. Yo. I went to that dinner. I had the like 19 course dinner. At Joe like, Robichon? Yes. Wow. Uh, I may or may not have stolen a uh, crystal hand soap container from their bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, all Allegedly. I'm saying is this. They brought me a stool for my purse. My purse yeah. had its wow, own chair. Amazing. Right. Exactly. That shit was incredible. I got so faded and spent so much money on a dinner and I will <laughs> absolutely do it again. The most money I've ever spent on dinner, and it was fantastic. That's yeah. That sometimes, yeah, just for the the experience to feel like uh, you're in a scene in a Disney movie. You're like, Yo, oh my god, I felt everything so is coming rich. Back. It was amazing. <laughs> right. Everything came out with like a special dish, and I was like, wait, which part is the dish? Which part is the food? Like when you can't identify <laughs> right, right, which right. part to eat. <laughs> right, right, like, right. This They're like, is- oh no, 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 Miss Popovich, uh, you're supposed to wash your hands with that. Oh, <laughs> oh, I thought this was a scoop. Got the wet towel. Just ringing it over your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, uh, why are you gnawing on that salt? And I was like, I thought this was the food. They're like, no, that's a salt rock for you to kiss gently before you have the seafood. Like, oh, I didn't know. For the sorry. faintest whisper of the mountains of the Himalayas. Yeah, in your I just mouth. thought you saw me. You're like, give that fat bitch a salt lake. She'll be happy, you know? <laughs> Which I would be. So, oh, man. Yeah, so that's where my search research is at. Oh, wait. So, also, I know you were like, last time we were talking, you got your eye on Tennessee. You got, you know, you're about that dolly, yep. big dolly life. Yeah. Um, yep. You seeing any any good finds in your attempted uh, you know pilgrimage slash Smoky relocation mountain. out there? Honestly, I'm seeing so much great property, but I'm really nervous right now because like I don't want to live in a red state. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like why? What's wrong? <laughs> what? What's up? What What's going on? <laughs> yeah. What the re- like the the crushing reality of that like uh, this motherfucker is gonna camp out in office is like. I just kind of need to know before I invest in buying property. Like it's making me really, really nervous. Like it's something that I didn't think about before. And obviously because we're in the situation we are right now, I'm starting to get nervous, but there's so much beautiful land. And I found like two or three places. I'm like, this would be great because the other part of it is I want to get the fuck out of LA. Like they're going to blow this place up. Like this place is going to explode onto itself (laughs) any fucking minute now. And right now, honestly, I just want to be in the forest. I want to be in the woods. I want to be where my neighbors are 20 acres away on the other side of my property. And if you come onto my land, motherfucker, I'm going to shoot you. I'm (laughs) going to shoot you. Yeah. So you welcome to you. You, you want the American dream. (laughs) I want the American dream, man. I'm ready. Like at home in Tennessee. I don't want to see nobody. I don't want to be bothered by anybody. And if I see you, I'll kill you. 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I want like I want to have like little ditches around my property where there's like you know trip bombs where if you fucking come oh, over that wow. shit, it's like oh like man, home alone. Oh, you came in on the wrong place. I want drones. I want the whole shit. I want the American dream. Oh baby. Yeah. Because by the way, if you want, weed if you, if you <laughs> want someone, there. <laughs> you want someone fun to watch below deck with. Uh, I have to recommend the podcast Deckheads. Uh, oh. co-hosted by our very own super producer Anna Hosnier, Nick Turner, one of the great Zeitgeist guests. Uh, Fun times. Yeah, yeah. An episode yeah, per, or uh, one podcast per episode. And it's, man, yeah, it's something I've recently gotten into over this quarantine just because we'll talk about it later, but like I've watched everything. Uh, yeah. So I'm just like, what's this shit? Okay, let's watch this. <laughs> what's right, this? Right, right, you know right. what I mean? Just trying to stumble into something. And, and that below deck thing is just like, it's fascinating because- I'm just like, wow, these people are spending like 30 grand on a boat for three yeah, years. Yeah, it also like really makes you hate rich people when you watch it. You're like, oh, yeah. right. Half the time, I don't like th- sometimes you see people who are like, oh, okay, these people had like a nice windfall. They're trying to do something nice and they're respectful. Other right. times you're like, this is the this is the kind of trash that's like blowing around in the 1% or like, it's you know, five, 3% that yes. Where I'm just like, it doesn't even make me want to go to the Mediterranean where I'm just like, I'm going to have to fucking go fisticuffs with some dumb bitch in resort wear with a $500 <laughs> Gucci hat. Like, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be in my Target hat. You know what right, I mean? Right, exactly. I'm going to have my, like, you know, my my $100, you know, resort wear. And this bitch is going to try to get in front of me for a bowl of feta cheese and strawberries. And I'm going to have to clock a bitch. And I don't want to do that. You know? I don't like it. Yeah. But it is fun Keep to watch. relaxed. Lydia, what is something you think is overrated? Um, overrated? I, I I think, honestly, everything being on demand. Um, yeah. Like, it was cool before, but I've literally been home for four and a half months, and I've watched fucking everything. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, like, it's not coming out fast enough. Like, there's so much there. Like, yeah, I can sort through it and go, but it's like, now I'm just watching shit because it exists. Like I've watched so many things I would never normally watch. Like I'm watching hotel TV at home in my house. Like oh, like the Mario <laughs> Lopez shit. Yeah, like Below Deck, fucking House oh. Hunters, fucking Caribbean Life, fucking Treehouse Builders. Yeah, goddamn, I got House Hunters sucked- International, House Hunters Renovation. Dude, okay. I got sucked into Naked and Afraid so yeah. deep, so deep. Mm-hmm. I started watching the XL and I'm like, why am I watching naked white people struggle? Like, what am I doing right yeah, now? Like, right. What, what is this providing me? And then I watched Alone because I thought that that was maybe like a little bit better. And that was even weirder. Uh, oh, really? I, I don't know. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. What is you Alone? watched it? No. Alone is a singular person that they drop in the most remote, wild ass spot where people shouldn't be like, I don't know, the Canadian Arctic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're like, hey, uh, just see how long you can live here. And whoever... <laughs> Lives here the longest, wins $200,000 or some like minor amount of money. Oh, yeah. I think I was, okay. Somebody was telling me about this. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you have to like build shelter from nothing. You have to like find water. You know what I mean? I think you yeah. get to bring like 10 pieces of survival equipment or whatever. So like a tent. That you like, pick, your jacket. right? Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. And then you have to basically show the fuck up and show the fuck out so that you don't die. Ugh, that's like and the then, opposite of like the vibe I need right now is like someone imagine? struggling with limited resources. <laughs> Dude, it was stressing me out. I didn't realize why it was stressing me out. I'm like, this is literally your worst nightmare. Like this person is taking yeah. what you're doing like to an extreme where like they're alone. They know that there's other people around, but they don't know where. Yeah. Like, and they are by themselves. But some of them have built some sick ass cabins. Oh, really? Like, it's definitely the shelter game. I was like, oh, word. Right, right. You're like, okay, someone might have a shot here. 
Right. Yeah, compared to like what I was seeing on Naked and Frayed, which is like some asshole just leaning fucking bamboo branches against a tree and then being like, I'm covered in ants. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> right, right, right. Why do I have all these bites on my body? And you're yeah. like, bitch, because you're sleeping on a bamboo leaf. Yeah. Uh, this alone, other guy's like signing a delivery order for like Italian marble for his countertops. He's like, yeah, just you're going to lift that right there. Just drop it right there uh, above the wine fridge. Yeah. And the dudes in Alone are like, a. Yeah, I've been uh, cutting down this, uh, you know, artisan birch, and I've been sanding it, and I've uh, been, uh, you know, cementing it with 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 moss and with mud, and now I've insulated it with a secondary layer of this. And you're just like, yo, that looks like a for a real cabin. And they're yeah. like, oh yeah, because you're gonna live there for months alone. Right. Oh shit. But yeah, so fuck everything on demand, man. I just want to have like six movies to choose from. I can't look through nine thousand yeah. things anymore and make choices because I can't make good choices anymore. I'm not responsible or, enough. Like take shit off. Because it's the other thing, too, is like when yeah. everything's available, I don't want to watch it because right. everything's available. I'd almost be like, damn, in two weeks, that show will be available to watch. Like, it's weird how even just throttling my access to shit will yeah. get me to be a little bit more interested. But if it's like right now, it's like a goddamn cheesecake, me- cheesecake factory menu times eight. And I'm Dude. and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to order the chicken littles every time. I'm not going to look at the rest of the menu. Right. Exactly. I wish that everything, as I watched it, it would just disappear from my queue. Right, right, right. So right. That it so would just be less. Right, because at a certain know. point, yeah, you. And it's it's like easy to like memorize like what the f- home screen looks like on Netflix or Hulu, any of these things. You're like, I don't know. It's probably going to be the same eight things that I'm just not checked in on. Yeah, man. I'm just I'm struggling. I'm struggling over here because there's also like, oh, maybe you should just read like fuck off. All right. I'll read when I want to. I don't have a hobby. (laughs) I'm not going to fucking carve shit. I'm not going to. I don't know, man. I'm I'm a lazy lady. (laughs) TV is my life. I just want to sit around. I want to smoke weed and I want to be entertained. Like, I I don't you know, I'll take a walk. Sure. That's fine. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'm not going to like learn a new language. Like, uh-uh. No, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> I have nothing to prove. I that's what that, that that's what those prime first six years of my life stage was for, learning new languages. <laughs> those days are done. I'm not <laughs> learning how to roller done. skate. I'm not going to learn how to fucking ride a bike again. I'm not going to learn how to fucking... <laughs> God, I, there's so many bitches trying to be a roller disco bitch. And I'm just like, you are 40, man. Your knees <laughs> are not built to skate yeah. backwards. Right, like, right, you're right. never going to look like that gorgeous black lady with the long fucking legs and those tiny shorts. Like, right, right. let it go, bitch. You're yeah. lucky if you don't break your knees. Yeah, you're about to bounce rock skate your ass to the urgent care. You know that what I'm saying? That is word for word uh, monologue my wife gave me the yeah. other day. So. <laughs> you're, you're about to bounce yeah. rock skate your ass to the urgent care? Yeah, and that I'll never look as good. Yeah. <laughs> that woman with the long legs yeah. on the roller skates. Because yeah, she, catches, she catches you watching roll bounce on your phone in the bathroom yeah. being like, damn, man. Doing all the moves, but I can't see. So I'm <laughs> right? just like doing it on my feet. But what you do it? You put you put two Swiffer pads underneath your sh- yeah, under exactly. your socks on like a tile floor, so you get just the vibe cross. of gliding. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he shops. Actually, he wears his mask, he wears his gloves, and then he puts on his Swiffers. His Swiffers on his shoes. Does that shit through produce, just like knocking off avocados and shit. Like what's up? They're like here he comes, here he comes. Hey, roll bounces here. Roll bounces here. <laughs> or they call you roll bounce sheets because you bounce sheets Uh, (laughs) again another thing i would pay to watch if you want to shoot this sketch let's do it i will Uh, fund it i will pay honestly people are bored enough and i have some loose swiffer duster shits because them things go too uh because i fuck around at mfc erickson oh yeah okay mfc erickson the man who always changes your avatar uh (laughs) zeit gang graphic designer change jack's avatar to him (laughs) roll bounce skating with swiffers Swiffers. Uh, (laughs) 
I mean, you don't have to. Don't feel like we're giving you a yeah, sign. That's, that's true. But this dude. But yeah, if you want us to keep respecting you, then you know what time it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turned me into a uh, Lego the other day. It was pretty great. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, I feel like the just everything on demand. I don't know. Like it, psychologically, it's like a weird psychological experiment where you're exactly right, Miles. Like I just don't value it. I don't. The second. It's also with music. I used to pay like fifteen dollars for a CD. Now I just don't give a shit about having all the music all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um. I found myself this morning looking at like what's new in August on Amazon Prime, and I was like, I don't even. You could have told me like three ten to Yuma's coming. I don't. <laughs> like that could have been that could have been on there all along. I wouldn't have fucking known. Like that's yeah. God, or what, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there anything you could say right now? Ooh, I want to watch that. Right. Honestly, I can't. unless it's like new, unless it's seasons of shit that is yet to come out, and like I actually have something to look forward to. I'm like, yeah, let me get to this uh, Stacy and Darcy 90 Day Fiance twin spinoff show. Yeah, I'm there for that. Oh, season I'm... two of Pen 15, shit like that. I'm like ready for. But like, oh yeah, some other thing. I'm like a movie. Like everything's there. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I've seen everything. The last like three like early release movies I've watched. I'm like, uh, lucky for you, this did not go to theaters because it would have yeah. bombed, sirs. This is trash. Did you see Capone? I did watch Capone. Yeah, I watched that shit too, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, this is yeah. so bad. It's good and so bad. Yeah. It's bad. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I watched Invisible Man. I watched High Note. I watched You Should Have Left by Now. Like every new movie that's come out that they try to like juke you for twenty dollars. Yeah. I like waited the three weeks and then I like. Pay the like five ninety nine and I rent it because I'm just like it's new, okay. <laughs> and it's just it, right. all of them. I've been disappointed. I've yet. How is Unhinged? Did you see Unhinged? unhinged. The new Which Russell Crowe. Oh, I think that one's actually only in theaters. No, coming to That's theaters, one where yeah. they're like, yeah, you got to go uh, to the theater. Say, that, doesn't, that doesn't ring bells. But pretty much everything else you ask me, I'm gonna be like, yep, watched it. Yep, watched it. Wow. Yep, seen it. Yep, seen Dang. it. Really like, have. Have not enjoyed. I watched two bad, bad, bad Nicolas Cage movies made by Cosmos. Freaking, what's his last name? It's like Cosmos too the long to make of a name. Uh, yeah. And it's just like he just makes like psychedelic movies that are always pink and purple. I watched some shit called uh, Mandy. And then I watched another movie that he made that was called, uh, it was like some Lovecraft story. And it was just like a wild acid trip. I was like, what is this? There's not even a storyline happening. Oh, I, was like, I just watched was it six Color Out of Space? Of- yes. That's exactly what it was. Right. Uh, they're mm. terrible movies. I, I, I shouldn't <laughs> be watching this stuff. Damn, There's no dude. reason for me to be watching it, and I've watched it. Mandy Hive is going to be coming for you, but... Um, oh, my God. I went back and watched all these 90s movies. That was kind of great. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, okay, let me see like stuff that I missed when I was in college because I was too drunk or high or didn't have a TV and didn't care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was just like, huh. Practical Magic, for example. I can't believe I didn't watch that movie when I was oh, in my 20s. Yeah. I would yeah. have loved that movie. That would have been my favorite movie. The books, too. you know. Oh, there's books. <laughs> I'm in an uh, audiobook situation right now where I'm love being being read to. Where I'm like, why am I reading when you can read yeah. to me? You read to me. Yeah, uh, those practical magics would be good for that. I've been uh, doing audiobooks while playing crossword puzzles and not solving any crossword puzzles and not retaining anything I'm reading. It's <laughs> so, uh, a good use of just time. overloading your input <laughs> circuits. Just, just being like sitting there with drool. That's so funny. I uh, I listened to Gabrielle Union's book while I read Gabrielle Union's book, and that was really fun. Wow. Oh, like a follow along? Yeah. Oh, like so it's like a. 
It's like watching a very boring movie with subtitles. Yeah, just reading the whole thing. But it was really great because, like, when I get stoned, I have a hard time like retaining the information. Oh, so God, like yeah. I'll be reading in my mind somewhere else, and I'm like 19 pages ahead. I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? So <laughs> it was good to have her because she was like reading to me, and I was like, okay, stay on track, stay yep, on track. And she's very entertaining. And so now I feel like we're friends because nice. she told me her whole life story. So like, I have to remember that I don't personally know Gabrielle Union. So if I run into her at Vaughn's, I can't be like, hey, girl. How's it going? <laughs> You're like, how's so how's baby? it been? How's yeah. it been since everything? Since yeah. what? Excuse you? Who, who the fuck are you? <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, Lydia, what's something you think is underrated? Oh, man. Water heaters. Guys, mm-hmm. you have a water heater in your house, your apartment, wherever you live. That water heater warms up water and then delivers it directly <laughs> through your faucets onto your face in the shower onto your mm. back when you wash your dishes and it's hot water is amazing mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. don't know what you've got until it's gone you know what it's i mean gone. as joni mitchell says oh, and i'm speaking out of sincere sincerity because my water heater went out on monday uh, and i haven't showered since sunday and uh, i found out today that this shit is motherfucking broken so I'm having to deal with a landlord in a pandemic to replace my water heater so that I don't smell like the living dead, okay? <laughs> my hair has been braided for four straight days. Oh, damn. I just want hot water. Hot it's a weapon amazing, now, huh? Guys. Yeah. <laughs> that braid, you could break <laughs> the window <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, this is crazy, but it's also like a real like hardcore like cosplay of what it's going to be like to be a homeowner. Right. But then, like, at least if it's a homeowner, like, I could get it fixed, like, right now, and I don't have to jump through hoops to, like, get someone to bring it. And this is the second water heater. No, this will be the third water heater in this house. Wow. And I'm just like, can we go tankless, dog? What are we doing? Yeah. Like, what are we, because it's outside and it gets full of leaves. I mean, I don't want to bore you guys, but all I'm saying is this. You are listening to this. Yeah. You took a shower this morning. Consider yourself blessed. You're yeah. blessed. Yeah, you know and also I mean? check on your water. It, it, I, I remember, uh, like, at my house growing up, we didn't really check look check in on the water heater yeah. till, till we yeah. had to. And we were like, oh, shit, we were fucking up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, there's shit just, like you could catch so early. You're like, oh, get that fixed now because right. you will have a fucking problem in about eight months, eight years, whatever. Yeah, uh, I had to unearth. Mine was like covered and surrounded in leaves because it's on the side of the house that was like yeah. in between the other house. So it's like a part of the house that's completely inaccessible that I don't like pass by daily. Mine almost became part of like a tree root system. That's that's <laughs> what I have. That's pretty much what I have going yeah. on. That's almost exactly what I have going on. Oh shit! And my landlord's like, "Oh yeah, just get the tree removed." And I'm like, "Me get the tree? Fuck off, oh, bro!" Just uh, like that. How about yeah? Let me just call a tree service real quick and give that dude eight hundred dollars to oh, pull yeah. this shit out. Okay, yeah. say less, fam. Just sign the house over to me. We're good. Straight up. I was like, yeah. you know what you can do? Uh, you can use my rent. <laughs> right, yeah. Because that's how this shit works. And pay him by the rent. It's cool, though. I'm a sassy you- bitch. I'm, I'm just going to give him a, you know, my rent's less this month because I'm paying out for stuff. So There you go. Do you have, okay, do you need a place to shower? You know, we can extend numerous bathrooms to you across the city. I know you're internationally known and locally respected, so I know you're not for you know want what? of a shower. I may, but... I may have to take you up on it right now. I'm just raw dogging it out. I'm just seeing mm-hmm. how long I can last. I'm hoping that I can get this shit resolved because the other part of me is just like, well, it looks like Popovich might just need to go get a room at La Hermitage for the weekend and fucking, mm. <laughs> fucking stick these feet up and just get there some real hotel TV on. You know what I mean? And shower watch this some bitch old up. seasons of Below Deck with Captain yeah. Lee. Because yeah. as of now, I'm just training for the Navy SEALs if I get in my shower. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. I that guess the tap, because the city's water. warm enough, like tap isn't too cold. But yeah, nobody wants that. Yeah, man. I'm no frog man. I can't handle yeah. that. I'm good. Mm. <laughs> 
Also, uh, the- question, oh, this is an interesting question on my, on my trivia night last night. This is a question that came up. How many push-ups do you have to do in two minutes uh, to be able to join the Navy SEALs? I'm going to say mm-hmm. in two minutes, mm-hmm. I'm going to say 300. Okay. Uh, I would just say, uh, uh, no, 100 sounds like, would you be able to do correct push-ups that quickly? If you're, if okay. I mean, I was the. I think the logic Lydia is applying is like if you're some super frog man, how many right. these, how many reps are you doing? It should look like a Rough Rider video, where it's just yeah, nonstop. Right, right. I'll go a hundred. Okay. See, and it's it's interesting because the wording is just to get to like the buds training, you only have to do fifty push-ups. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, just things you think about, and we're talking about facts about frog. Just want to throw that out there. I was thinking. I was thinking like a hot, like one a second, right? So yeah, like to be a yeah, but it's just more. That's just to get to the point where they, you know, torture you so bad. You're like, you ring the bell, and you're like, I want to (laughs) go. I would be, I would be ringing that bell at like twenty five push ups. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd be like number four. I'd be like, this ain't for me, bitch. (laughs) No. Yeah, I'm like, is there a special like category of specialist for like blunt rolling and gutting like a swisher without a blade? (laughs) I can do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good on that. Yeah. Want to see me crack a blunt with my thumbs just real quick? We should mention, Miles, since you you just referenced a trivia night last night that Mm. uh, we won't name names, but you you were on a trivia night uh, with. Some uh, some co- com- comedy luminaries. Yeah, another podcast luminary, uh, mm-hmm. and pff, unimpressed. You know, I'm not gonna. You know, uh, I I just I, I I wish I could Shame. see if some people were using the internet to mm. check answers. Okay. And that's all we're that's gonna all say, it. Mark. And Mary. maybe I. May- <laughs> and that's all we're gonna say, Michelle Obama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know uh, Barack was helping you. <laughs> Uh, and finally, Lydia, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false or vice versa? You know, they always say that youth is wasted on the young. Uh, and I don't, I don't think that's true. I think that's mm. a myth. I think that youth deserve the youth. Uh, yeah, because right. when you're young, you're young. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, they're so carefree. And it's like what you're, you're mistaking carefreeness for not knowing shit. Right. Like (laughs) that's like, that's different. Like not knowing shit, not having the life experience and just being able to like throw shit out the window. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what you're supposed to be like when you're young. Like I skipped that phase because I've been 65 since I was five. Like I am an old crotchety ass woman. Like I am now, like I'm in the ripest point of my life because I feel like my emotions are finally starting to match what the outside of my body looks like where (laughs) my crankiness, my surliness, my like, you know, inability to adapt and to change quickly is now finally okay because I'm, you know. Right. Before it's like, Lydia, come on. Come on, come on. You know, loosen up. Like, what are you, 70? And I'm like, yes, bitch, I'm 70. I would much prefer to be in a house coat at home right now. Right. But no, I'm fucking here in the club with you dumb bitches. Like, you know, like, I don't, like, no, you know, but I had to do that shit because I was like, I'm young. The youth is wasted on the young. Yeah. Do you think so, that's yeah. for people just being like, it's the looks that they're talking about? It's like, oh. Is it? I don't Are know because it's true. Looks? I mean, it's all like, but it's also kind of the same way where, like, I think when I was like 18, I was like, damn, I wish I was 12. I don't have to do shit. And it was more like this idea without me realizing, like, man, you can't do shit when you're 12. You just don't, you just don't like where you're at now. So you just want to go to like another period in time where you felt like you were less stressed out. And, yeah. Right. But I think some people look at it too, of like, oh, everything's that, that's possible. 
But I think, yeah, to your point, like, I think it, it's a very limiting mindset to it's even look at how limiting. you live your own life. It's like you only have these 30, first 30 years to get shit done or live how you want to. Yeah, you it's like, yeah, like all the time. Spirit. But I did. I was the opposite of you where I was like 12 and I was like, God damn it. If I, I why am I not 21 right now? Yeah, I should right, have right, a right. bank account. I could yeah. be renting my own place. Like, right. I literally thought about shit like that as a child. And I now I look back and I'm like, I was a weird kid in some aspects right. of it. Because <laughs> I literally would be like most like little kids would like want to play a game, right? You're like, oh, I'm gonna we're gonna play Star Wars or we're gonna play house. And I'd be like, no, I want to play bank. <laughs> right. I want to play grocery store. And I would spend like all day like setting up an actual grocery store in my bedroom and then just be tuckered out and fall asleep and never play the game. I was so into the process. I'm like, what kind of weirdo am I? I was like, no, I just want right. to I want to do inventory. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Yeah, let's do some inventory. Right. <laughs> Which I'm like, that's why you even out here being like, okay. The California redemp the California refund value on that can. Let me just put yep. that there. Okay, yeah. great. Five cents. Like I literally, I do the same thing with bank where I would set it up and then I would get mad at my friends if they didn't like use the ATM card right or like fill out the form. Like I would steal forms from the bank and like make my friends fill out the forms and they'd be like, "This is boring." And I was like, "No, it's not. We have so many forms. Come on, <laughs> fill them out." And now I'm an adult and I'm like, "Fuck these forms. Mm. I don't want to fill them out." So I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just jealous because I was never super youthful. Who knows? All right, guys, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And so is the president of these United States uh, back out here giving out interviews. He's like, got to flood the. Got to flood the zone with, Come on, y'all. with Give all me my the roses. content possible. Give me my roses. So he showed up on uh, Fox and Friends to yeah. kind of distract from the his performance on HBO. Uh, and I think Axios. we're good. Does that mean if it, if this becomes like one of those like debt cycles, like I got to get another card to pay off my other credit card. I right, got to do right. this other interview to distract <laughs> from this other interview to distract from this other interview. And you're like, every, you're like doing interviews for like seven days a week. To just yeah. keep this. So Lies. yes, this man is on fucking Fox like and Friends. That's actually a pretty good description of like how a narcissist like him, like just feels about like social media, basically. Like, right. He's it's always like tweeting from a place of desperation. Like yeah. he's always just like, gotta, gotta tell him, gotta let the people know. I mean, this whole thing, you know, uh, like every any terrible Trump interview, it had it all. It had uh, ignorant, you know, real willful ignorance, conspiracy theories, racism, anti-Semitism, uh, and we'll get to some of those uh, 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 throughout <laughs> this sort of analysis of it, or whatever you want to call it, nightmare session. Um, and he began with sort of like, it's weird. If you listen, you can tell some of the Fox hosts when you watch it too, are slowly like, they used to be like, have this like really nice puppy dog energy when he would speak like, oh yeah. Oh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." and now everyone's kind of like doing that thing where like their parents said they would get that thing for Christmas for like 10 years straight and they keep getting the same promise. So their faces are just sort of like blank now. And they're like, right. "Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what's (laughs) going on. All right. Yeah. Um, so this first question, um, they were asking, or not first question, they were talking about many things. He started off talking about Hillary Clinton. It didn't make sense. Then uh, bringing up a great point about the pandemic, right? And voting and what that means for his base too, because it's not just Democrats that vote, it's Republicans. And Fox and Friends was making this point not to get so narrowly sort of focused on 
like just smearing the potential for fraud and mail-in ballots, but also like make it feel like voting is safe because there are also Republicans who do go out, but are also concerned. And man, the way he just, he just puts those fears right to bed. Look at the <laughs> pandemic. Seniors and those with underlying conditions are most concerned about voting. They could be the most patriotic person in the world, but even your age bracket, Mr. President, they're concerned about going out in a crowded area and it's legitimate. So having said that, what does the administration plan on doing to make it easier? More poll sites, clean teams, yeah. making dem demanding more uh, more places in, Is he in answering more areas, his own question. The financing to do that. So if we admit there's a pandemic and a hurdle, what do you plan on doing at it if mail-in voting makes you unsettled? Brian, all of those things and more, <laughs> all of those things. And remember, November 3rd is a long way. That's a long way. The numbers are coming down very rapidly in Florida. They're coming down in California. They're coming down in Texas. They're coming down. Those three places shot up, and those numbers are coming down. So by the time we get there, we'll probably be in very good shape. Um, yeah, yeah, all those things and more. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, um, it's the, so wild that they're just like, and here, we'll give you the answer so that you can say yes to it. There were numerous times like when he was talking about second waves, like I think it was Kilmeade who just trying to keep like sort of alley-ooping the fact that there are second waves happening in other parts of the world. And mm. he's like, yeah, in Spain, Mr. President, he goes, and he's like, yeah, and I think um, in uh, Germany, and they're like, in Spain, Mr. President, and uh, <laughs> Italy, I mean, they're on a wave right now. They've got a wave going. <laughs> Uh, I mean, really cool stuff on that. I don't know if y'all are on that Italy wave yet. And um, and they were like, he kept saying Spain, 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 and he wouldn't say it. So <laughs> this again, the, the 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 it's just completely disingenuous. The, it's not a it's not a lifetime away, as he goes on to say later in his answers. Like November is so far away. Um, it is right around the corner. Uh, and for mm. anyone who like works in politics, you're like, it's not a lifetime away. Like, especially if you're running a campaign, it's like, there's so much that has to be done between now and then. Um, and, uh, but all that and more. And despite his claims any massive, that- Any massive, like, you know, thing that involves like every citizen in the United States, like you plan that years and years out. Like you don't, yes. it's not, it's not a thing where you're like, we're going to figure it out. It's just, you know, it's a couple months right. out. Buy little things, they'll like, wear masks. No, no, They'll no, do no, masky no. stuff. It'll right. be, it'll be very chill. It'll be chill. Um, and even though he says like, yeah, uh, he says, oh, the cases are going down here and there. The, the, the rates are still going up in this country as a whole. Right. So let's not like, lose sight of that. Devastatingly so. Yeah. And for black and brown people, especially, um, and I think that's why it's easy to still keep sort of acting like nothing's happening because, like, relatively speaking, it's not statistically impacting your base as much. So he then goes on, just sort of they go on to talk about some other things. And Trump, you know, wants to talk about how Dems are trying to ruin him by believing science. I don't know. This is him just sort of saying that, like, the Democrats are playing games and that's what's really going on out here. The country's in very good shape, and we're set to rock and roll. But the big <laughs> problem we have is Democrats don't want to open their schools. They don't want to because they think it's going to hurt right. the election for the Republicans, and but, uh, they shouldn't play that game. They should put the people first. But, Mr. President, when it comes to the coronavirus, roughly we're getting 60,000 new cases a day and 1,000 deaths. So that's just got people freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks for that bullshit. I just like how even that that's just seemed like something like a Jonathan right. Swan move would be like, yeah. yeah, you said your thing is like, but you're not hearing me, man. The rates are going up and people are dying, fam. That's what people are stressing about, not this other shit about Dems playing 
political football with school reopenings because you're ready to rock and roll, baby. Mm. That is the wildest thing to me that he's like, this country's doing great. We're ready to rock and roll. In what capacity, sir? Mm-hmm. In yes. what capacity? Our economy is fucking tanked. Tons yeah. of people are working from home. Families are devastated and torn apart by death. Oh, I don't know. All of our brown and black population is being killed and being fought for. Like, how are we doing okay? How are just, we just rocking rock and, roll. and rolling? Pure Which, rock. I mean, obviously, we know that that means, in his eyes, he is because he's talking about white Republican rich America. Yeah, right. His America is so small that he refuses to look outside of that and realize, no, dog. No, and I think that's we're ready to rock and roll like the uh, Beach Boys with Kokomo, the greatest rock and roll song of all time. (laughs) Uh, Kokomo, we go down to Little Saint Jeff's, and then we'll (laughs) act like we don't know who he is. That's where I want. So then he finds another way. Then they get on school reopenings again. Very, very contentious issue. There are, you know, I feel like our teachers again are having to advocate for the children of this country by basically standing up to these school boards and saying, hell no, I'm not going back to work. You're putting these kids at risk. You're putting their families at risk. Y'all already don't give a fuck about us, the teachers, because you're sending us in here trying to use chewing gum to keep our posters up. Like, that's, what are you talking about? And now, but don't worry, baby. I think people are getting really bent out of shape on this whole kid thing. What I've realized is if they go to the right school, maybe they'll be, I don't, again, he's he's telling y'all, Oh, y'all too worried about the kids when facts don't actually support the idea that they are not superhuman. My view is the school should open. This thing's going away. It will go away like things go away. And my (laughs) school should be open. If you look at children, children are almost, and I would almost say definitely, but almost immune from this disease. So few. They've got stronger Hard to believe. I don't know how you feel about it, but they have much stronger immune systems than we do somehow. So that is fucking dangerous. Um, you cannot say shit like that on TV that you believe that kids are definite, and I'll say definitely, immune. And then he, you you can see him walk it back. He's like, and I don't know. I mean, you might push back. I mean, right. I think it's stronger. I don't stronger, know how you feel about that. But I already uh, said they're immune, and people who want to believe that are going to take that to the bank. But people um, are saying... But people don't know. I mean, if you look at the school, they're there with Charles Xavier for exceptionally (laughs) gifted children. They all are mutants who are quite literally immune to uh, any kind of human disease. I am just fascinated how he loves to eschew science in any capacity as it relates to this pandemic. Where he's just like, I don't know how you feel about it. It doesn't matter how I feel about it, how you feel about it, how Jack feels about it. It's fucking science, dude. Like, right. you can't just, you know what I mean? I mean, it, and I mean, as he said to, to Snow the other day, you know, read the manuals, read the books. Uh, I don't know which manuals are which oh, Swan. books yeah, yeah, reading. Yeah. Um, Swan, yeah. did I say Snow? I'm thinking yeah. about John Snow. Sorry, Info- my brain place. Oh. Um, uh, But yeah, like, what the hell? Yeah, right. it's, and I, I can't, um, ugh, it's just so, so, uh, I just get really f- worried. Uh, you know, yeah. because when you have somebody who's so pedal to the metal about like what I believe is what's real and I'm already dealing with not even a full deck of experience. Like I got three cards worth of experience, rich, white and man, and it doesn't right. get much more nuanced than that. Uh, we're that that's just puts everybody in a terrible situation. And again, you look at you've seen these photos of some of these high schools that have already reopened. This shit man. looks like it's 2019. 
Yeah, right. man. Yeah. It is gnarly. And that's, it's so funny too, because that's an existing problem, a pre-existing problem, right? Which is yeah. overcrowding in schools. Yeah. Right. So it's just hilarious to me that nobody's talking about that too. That's kind of being like sweeped under the rug, which is like, hey, this is a problem on top of a problem. Yeah. We've already been treating teachers poorly. We've already been shoehorning children into classrooms. We already are giving them the resources they need. And now we're saying, oh yeah. And also go back. And also they're superhuman, so don't worry about this pandemic that's I mean, quite literally yeah. killing hundreds of thousands of people. Anyway, moving on to his yeah, next- Yeah, we've seen the Umbrella Academy, you know what I mean? Yeah, Let's right? do it. God. Yeah, get them. I mean, there's that one kid. I mean, it looked <laughs> like they could do all kinds of freaky shit with their powers. And if <laughs> with, you get that if you get that one monkey butler, you know, I'd rather have him than Dr. Fauci. Mm. Uh, he looks pretty mm. cool. So- then he gets another softball question. They figure, all right, let's 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 pivot, you know, because you're already saying some wildly problematic shit. How about this, Mr. President? <laughs> the, a question you always crush. What would you do in a second term? What is your second term agenda? What are your top priorities? I want to take where we left. We had the greatest economy in the history of the world. We were better than any other country. We were better than we were ever. We, we never had anything like it. This country, 160 million people working. We've never had that before. We've never even come close to that. Uh, best employment numbers, best unemployment numbers for African-American, Asian-American, women, uh, Hispanic, women. everybody. The best numbers we've ever had, the best stock market we've ever had, although we're coming very close right now. In fact, NASDAQ is already higher than that number. So a lot of good things are happening. That means to be jobs. Uh, what I want to do is take it from that point and then build it even better. <laughs> um, Perfect. Did he say at one point that needs to be jobs? I don't, I, yeah. Uh, it was I, just like random economy what, words. What's uh, it? It's like so odd, right? When you're like, how are you going to fix this problem? It's like, right. I'm going to make it like how it used to be. Right. But better. it's like, it's like imagine if you had a, a cancer diagnosis and your doctor's right. like, Yeah, don't worry. So it's it's in early stages. And right. what we're gonna do is and how are we gonna treat it? I mean, we're just gonna make it like it used to be. <laughs> right, but how are you gonna treat it? Okay, you remember how your body used to be before the cancer? <laughs> we're gonna do we're gonna make it like that and then go higher. And I'd be like, yo, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like that's not an answer. That is just you it's he clearly he's just his thinking has not evolved past 2016. Right. Um, and like the or or 2017 when he was able to like wave the papers of like, look what I got from the last president in this economy and da da da. It's this like there's no he's like, you know, honestly, I just was I'm just trying to avoid a lot of lawsuits in here. So don't make he, it hot right now. Right. Yeah, I mean that Right. I I think he just knows one mode and it's the 2016 thing. And that just happened to be what worked for that election. But now it just doesn't seem like, you know, none of this could possibly be what his campaign staff is telling him to like go with, because like nationally, the numbers are that people don't want schools to open, that people, um, (laughs) you you know, are worried about the economy. They're not just like, oh, yeah, it's going to be fine. So I don't know, like this doesn't seem like a well thought out strategy necessarily. <laughs> Very. That's you don't a, think? <laughs> damn. All right. Yeah. Coming through only, the, hey, with the guys, microscopic analysis. I went there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I just want to lastly leave him with this one um, because this, I don't know why the hosts of Fox and Friends even decided to ask him a question like this, but I'll just let 
the question and answer do its own thing. How can we heal as a nation so that we can look at ev everyone as Americans? As Maya Angelou says, we are more alike than we are different. Well, Condoleezza is 100% right. Look, we were really there. We were very close. Success. It's called success. We had the highest employment, the best employment numbers ever, ever for the black community, for African-American, the best numbers, Hispanic, Asian, everybody. But we had the best numbers. Is this for a loop? You almost, yeah, you almost yeah. think that's the last answer. That's his, that's his response when they were talking about the racial divide in this country and what they were bringing up Condoleezza Rice, who was saying, like, I don't okay. like but they brought her up very narrowly to do this thing of like black people all don't have to be Democrats. Like they were really sort of focusing in on this thing. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't want people to look at me and determine who I would vote for based on my appearance, dot, dot, dot. Right. And that's when, so then he takes that to be like, and you know, black people had jobs, uh, even right. though they were very low paying and they needed multiple jobs. And it was not a lifestyle that anyone would really want, but they had them. Right. Next. It's uh, so. <laughs> Nailed it. Everybody yeah. has it. Women, Asians. Everybody. Hispanic, the Hispanic, <laughs> Hispanic. Oh my God. Yeah. So we're, this is, yeah. So that's what he did this time. And I'm sure, the, I don't know. I, that's, he's just going to kind of keep looping on these same ideas, I think over and over. So yeah, Joe just Biden also seems to be doing a Joe Biden impression like the same way that Trump seems to be doing like an SNL sketch impression right, of right. him. Like Joe Biden had a weird answer where someone was like uh, a, a reporter asked him about a cognitive test and he was like, come on, man. Like he said, literally, come on, man. Like three times in his answer also asked the guy if he was a junkie and like, if he would be okay with a drug test, uh, just like wild shit that, Oh my God. Um, Damn. Yeah, so that's what what's being uh fl you know talked about on the right, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's sure. Not, I mean, it's not a. Uh, there's no like depth to like any. It's just like him <laughs> flubbing, flubbing shit once again and not knowing how to uh, communicate. But uh, it is, you know. Come on, he, man! What are you? Come on, man! Smacked up <laughs> off that H. <laughs> it's so weird man He's such a so grandpa funny. response too right yeah. Like, yeah that's like the whole problem with him is just like literally you're like kind of cool but weird grandpa just yeah. like showing up with come on man don't you think come on man. Yeah. Like, what? he's also Dude. like one of is like those old people like you you would lean on and be like yo tell me what it was like in the 20s you know right. and like give you hit you with some stories like that but not like hey what do you think of this current thing that's happening and like right. oh i'll tell you what man uh, <laughs> Colin There's Kaepernick ain't black. I'm like, whoa, 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 uh, Joe Biden. What? I don't, you know, another black person with the last name Kaepernick? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, USA. It's like, oh, Joe. What's there's a, okay. there's a thing that happens where he like gets aggressive. He's smiling, but he's speaking angrily. That like, if they could like neurologically just implant a tr Im implant a chip that would like shock him when he gets into that like mode that, because that Joe. you know it's about to go yeah. off in a very strange direction yeah it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. when you're smart and you know your homie's about to get in a fist fight right but you you've been with them enough that you know oh exactly. he did the thing where he put his drink down and smiled when they just said some shit to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that and you like oh, hold up hold up hold up let's, let's go outside let's go outside hey bro you need to close your tab bro because he he'll make there will be some filipino goons filling this bar up in like 20 seconds <laughs>
real quick, we do want to talk about uh, the third candidate in the 2020 presidential <laughs> race, uh, Kanye Christ. West. Uh, so, you know, he is uh, still running for president. On He will be on the ballot in some states. Yeah, he's um, pulled out in other places, doing his best in other places to get those signatures to get on the ballot. But uh, he's trying. Yeah. Trying something. I mean, and, you know, a lot of, yeah. It, so it turns out people looked into who the people are who are like backing this candidacy besides Kanye West. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a guy named Chuck Wilton, who is a presidential elector uh, for Kanye in Vermont. Uh, and he will also be an elected delegate for Donald Trump at this year's Republican National Convention. Mm -hmm. You don't say. Yeah. And when they like so when they're looking at these people like who are bringing these ballots in? Who are these signature gatherers and a lot of like wonks are like let's look at some of these like okay, that's that guy. They when they asked uh when he was asked, you know, why he was getting involved, this guy Chuck Wilton said, quote, "Somebody said that Vermont needs electors for certain people and it was something I said that I'm more than willing to do." It's like what the mm -hmm. f that's so vague. Somebody said that it. Oh, who is that? Somebody exactly. said that. Who told you you needed to do this? Because clearly you are listening to someone's orders. Somebody um, said that electors they need electors for certain people, <laughs> and it right. was something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so um, let's see. Uh, Miss uh, Romney at the RNC told me that we need electors for Kanye West to help Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. um, so then in, in Arkansas, another they said looking around, they found a guy, Greg Keller. He's listed as the campaign contact for Kanye in that state. And this guy has been around. He's worked for Mitt Romney. He was executive mm. director for the American Conservative Union. Uh, and they also reported in 2015, he was basically uh, up for consideration to run Donald Trump's presidential campaign in, 20, or mm. in 2015 that that possibility came up. So this is a guy who almost ran Trump's presidential campaign. And is now helping Donald, uh, helping Kanye West in Arkansas, another place in Wisconsin. This journalist Matt Smith, there's a video of it on Twitter. He's filming this woman dropping off signatures for Kanye's campaign, and they say, "Oh, any comment? Like, do you what? Do you want to say anything?" They're like, "Oh, no comment, no comment." Vice News goes on to say, "Oh, that uh, woman is Lane Ruland, uh, and she is also representing the Trump campaign in a lawsuit against a small Wisconsin television uh, station." And she's also has served as legal counsel for the Wisconsin Republican Party in 2014 and 2015. So he's got some career wonks, okay, mm -hmm. working on this. Now, I think the sin, the sort of uh, angel-eyed view of this is, you know, you're probably have been more adjacent to conservative politics because of your, your you know, proximity to Trump. And these are the people who kind of came that you could just sort of summon to help you out with this or... Uh, there is a vested interest in helping you maybe split some votes in places like Wisconsin, where the margins are razor fucking thin. Uh, and who knows? I mean, I think I mean, but then it's like a toss up. Like, are there like Donald Trump people who vote easy because they saw him wear the MAGA hat or it's just like straight up idiot, like kid hype beast kids who are just going to vote. So uh, there are many ways to sort of look at. But I think, yeah, there are very cynical ways to see this as well. I mean, where does this go, right? Like, he's not going to be on every state's ballot. No, there's not going to be a he's not going to be chance of him winning, or you know. No. So he, like, I don't think he will even still be pursuing this up until the last, yeah, like up until election day. So is it just going to be him coming out and saying, "Don't vote for me"? Or I don't know. Will That's he why still it's be like I don't. Know, it's, yeah, it's man. Hard. 
it's hard to draw any conclusions on this because he's already struggling right now. Right. Um, you know, with his mental health, he's clearly like he's having issues at home with his wife and all that. And that's playing out in a very sad public way. So at a certain level, like I'm not sure who is sort of guiding the campaign and what the vision is from like a purely ground game level. And if that means Republican operatives are like, maybe we can just tell like guide this guy to a way in the way we need and use, you know, sort of um, leverage his celebrity to try and get some pull some votes away from Biden in certain places. Uh, I mean, honestly, that's what it is. Like, I, I can't see it any other way. And like, it's so sad that Kanye is in a place where he can't see how he's being used in this situation. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and if he didn't already have these pre-existing relationships with Trump, I mean, he wouldn't be getting this kind of support. I mean, I just, this is, there's too many coincidental points here for me to think that this is a coincidence. Like, yeah. it is absolutely not. I think this is a complete diversion, which is one of the things Donald Trump is amazing at, right? Like, he is the king of delusionary diversion, where he is able to stand so deep and so firmly rooted in his delusions, he can detract everybody and distract people and get what he wants. This is absolutely that. And it sickens me to my core to realize that he's doing this. And, like, just the fact that there's race involved there, too, that he's a black man and he's a black man that's not in a great place. It's like... He's going to point back to this and say, like, look, I helped black people. I helped Kanye. Kanye is my friend. I know black people. Like, he's going to use this as, as an excuse. And it's just, ugh, the whole thing is effing weird. It's fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. Anyways, let's take another quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. Let's talk Coca-Cola real quick. You know, it's been pretty widely known that, uh, you know, sugary beverages were a big part of the uh, obesity epidemic in the United States over the last 40 years. Um, But there's also been, you know, these other camps that come out that say, well, actually, when you look at the science, it's that we're not exercising enough, uh, which has never made sense because if you look back at, people in like the 30s and 20s and 40s when this wasn't a problem and like look at how they were exercising there's there's this video from like the early 20th century of a gym and it's like people with like a conveyor belt that's like jiggling their body back and forth oh and yeah that's how one. they exercise Love that one yeah yeah so like exercise wasn't even a concept until the seventies. <laughs> like they, people didn't even like know what that meant until the seventies. Like, I know was, I remember seeing like pictures of my grandfather being like, damn grandpa, you had that six pack and everything. I'm like, what'd you do? He's like, I don't, I don't know. We were broke. I right. Ate, yeah. It's and, called like, broken food manual labor. Yeah. And like yeah. food wasn't that processed back then. So like I was eating real simple and clean and I'm like, Oh, right. <laughs> like exercise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until Jane Fonda put on some tights. Nobody knew what the fuck exercising was. Okay. Right, That's right, exactly right. right. People did manual labor. People lifted up their babies. People pushed stuff. People fixed stuff. They had shit. Yeah, to like do. I'm always like looking at the seventies. I'm like, was everybody just all like, like lanky and shit? Like, oh, that feel was cocaine. Like- that yeah, that too, right? <laughs> right. Cocaine and cigarettes sure. were also seen as very good for you. And yeah. like that exercise is great for you. Uh, it's good mm-hmm. for your health. It's yeah. a great alternative to smoking. Like I feel like it's what oh, American on. culture, not smoking weed, <laughs> but like smoking. As nah, a, cigarettes too. Come on, Jack. Come on. You know, fill up more <laughs> <of> payroll. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Hold on, Jack. Uh, as a paid spokesperson for Philip Morris, I take umbrage with that. Now, what do you mean by that, sir? Well, that's a that's a great que- that's a great question uh, from Philip Morris because I I think this story really reminds me, and I think a lot of people uh, of the tactics of big tobacco. Right. Uh, so, Coca Cola. During, from I think it was the early 2000s. Uh, no, it was 2014 to 15. Uh, were funding a study uh, that was basically designed to underemphasize the fact that their beverages, uh, you know, caused or led to the obesity epidemic in the United States, and to emphasize the importance of exercise and the fact that people aren't getting enough exercise. Um, and it's just you know, it's like evil 4d capitalism right you right uh, i mean they got like academics on board you know there were people at university of colorado uh who were funding this study who were involved in the study because everybody has a price and academia does not pay people enough and so uh you have these academics who end up you know flipping to the dark side because uh they need the money and Coca-Cola then is able to be like, it's not us, man. Look, th- this study came out. But uh, right. a team of journalists were able to uncover the fact that this whole thing was funded by Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola's... That, they, they've Delicious. Got a... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, as a paid spokesperson for Coca-Cola, I just had to say that. <laughs> There's some dark shit in the... In the skeletons in their closet are pretty ugly. They do a good job of covering up the fact that they are the biggest producer of plastic in the environment. They covered up a story about poisoning the water in India. Um, They've been on the murdering side of union disputes, uh, union members and union leaders being killed by paramilitary death squads in Colombia. And yeah, it's, it's just very dark. The, the death squads in Colombia thing is really wild. Like people who were trying to unionize at a Coca-Cola bottling plant in Colombia, uh, the union leaders got murdered. And there's all sorts of reasons Coca-Cola was either criminally negligent or could have been involved. So, so Jack, I'm just going to run back what you just said. So you said uh, Colombia was the place where union workers were killed for Coca-Cola. Yeah. Now... I just want to take a little history lesson back in time. So Coca-Cola <laughs> used to have cocaine in it. Yes, yes. Now uh, the Coca. Colum- <laughs> a little place right. called Columbia uh, is well known as um, the producer, producer. Yeah, of, of, of said cocaine. So it can't, I, I just can't help but wonder um, if they, what exactly they were processing in that plant. And maybe they didn't kill two birds with one stone. It's like how uh, else do you rally up and get yourself some paramilitary killers if you're not like in a place where you're like, oh, okay, we've long been invested in the cocaine industry and you're in the Columbia area. Like, how else do you drop down and build? Uh, all I'm saying is there is fuck shit is about. Yeah. Like, well, I that, think also, that, too, is about. a lot of these death squads that were coming out in the 70s and 80s, America trained those people, you know, to be like, yeah, yeah it's like, because come the to the CIA, school of the Americas. Yeah. Where they're yeah. like, we help you put down sort of like, oh, socialisms who are trying to fuck up our checks. <laughs> yeah. Let me show you how to run wars. that. That's yeah, my point is that like yeah. we fund drug wars in these companies or in these countries rather. Like it's just, uh, this is a it's, terrible place. You guys, the world the organizers, is on fire. <laughs> the organizers were killed in 1994 and 1996, by the way. Uh, that shit oh 
is still going on today. It was this is kind of there's a, a article I was reading just about how like this whole thing about how Nestle got Japan to Ooh. fuck with coffee by using Kit Kats. And I was like, what the fuck? There was this, it's because again, you go into like the psychoanalysis that Man. goes into even like consumer relationships to certain products. Like Nestle tried to bring Nescafe to Japan and sort of upend. Japan's a very tea drinking culture at the time. And now Japanese people love coffee. Oh, they love but it. at the time, we're not fucking with like Nescafe. Like, what the fuck? Like, what do we got to do? And they realized people just didn't have these relationships with the items. So coffee was too foreign. There was no memory built up about it. So they just weren't interested in it. So they're like, okay, let's make coffee candy. So kids begin to fuck with the taste of coffee early on and it becomes a treat. So when they are at like adult consumer age, we have now created a foundational relationship to coffee vis-a-vis -vis these candies we've made that will now get them to become coffee drinkers. And like that slowly coincides with like the rise of coffee and like using Kit Kats and other, you know, candies and things like that. So yeah, I mean, like you can even just figure out like, okay, so we just need to get, so it's a slow play. We'll get yeah. these kids drinking coffee in about 20 years. Boom. No, never underestimate the amount of like cleverness and competence science and, shit and that science right. that is going into the dark arts of capitalism and of fortune 500 companies. Like these are the places that are like hoovering up all of the best and brightest that come out of school are like, you know, these companies who are just designed to find a way to shave a little bit of money off the profit margin or, or add a little, add a coin to the profit margin, like on a on a daily basis, mm -hmm. that ends up adding to up to billions. Like that's a great example. The Kit Kat thing, like that's their next level with this shit. Yeah. Well, the even the person, Bonkers. the specialist they deployed to Japan. I'm like, that even just sounds like such an interesting thing to do. Like he's like a, I think it was a French researcher essentially, but went there and just sort of like spoke to people, did some analysis, and came back and was like, okay, so you, it's this is a long play. You just got to get the kids on it. Right. As the adults, it's a wrap with them. Like, what are the smartest people that you grew up with doing right now? Like, are are the smartest uh, he's a, people? He's probably uh, co-hosting a, a middling podcast, daily podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're the smartest person you grew up with. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's so funny that's uh, my friends bro ain't nobody fucking with me <laughs> and my friends i know smart people but who i came up with i'm the smartest one hands okay. down okay. yeah me growing up there's only probably one other person i think that's smarter than me too i'm the same place miles because i'm brilliant um uh -huh, thank you that's why we uh, respect each other you know yeah completely right which is why we fill our heads with like fucking 90 day fiance because like, dude i think so much i just need the bottom uh, barrel trash if, you, if we spent happy. half the time watching these reality shows on solving the world's problems i mean we'd live in a utopia wouldn't there. we lydia <laughs> Yeah, no, the smartest person I know, uh, she may or may not be working for the CIA. All I know is that like 20 years ago, she told me that somebody might call me from the CIA as a personal reference and to yeah. verify her. But then she could never tell me if she got the job or not. But she, I also know that she has wow. like a PhD in comparative Persian literatures and is like an expert in like Iranian poetry and all these different stuff. So I'm just like, I'm pretty sure she works for the CIA and can't tell anybody. Yeah. Um, or she just might be a professor of Persian literature, which is like, cool. So yeah. you work for the CIA? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, if I'm you don't convinced. get the job with the CIA, are you, you get not something. allowed to tell people? <laughs> you're not. You're not allowed. Like, you're only allowed to tell the per Like, you basically were like, she couldn't even tell me. I guessed it was the CIA. She yeah, was, right. she's like a government agency. And I was like, and I you're like, hit this joke. blunt. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, right? Like, Aha, you, I made this joke. And I, was, I was like, is, I was like, are the feds going to call? And she's like, kind of. And I was like, 
the company? <laughs> and she was like, kind of. And I was like, ah, oh, bitch. I don't, tell uh, them not to call me. I was like, I don't yeah. know if you want to call me. I don't know. I will say, actually, one of the smartest people I went to school with, her name is Amelia. She was like, okay, the valedictorian was Aaron Neal. Okay. And then Amelia was a Teggy Bonilla. She, uh, she's a brilliant dancer. She went to Juilliard. Um, she was really smart, but she was just a really talented dancer. So, and I see her now on her IG. She just does a lot of art, like really cool art. So I don't see many people. I don't know, like anybody who, I think the people who probably are, you know, like all jokes aside, who are like super smart. They're the kinds of people who I like wouldn't be catching up with on my, you know, social media or right. like at a reunion. And they're like, oh, yeah, that motherfucker invented dot, dot, dot. He's richer than everybody. Right. I'm like, oh, OK, right. Yeah. Oh, I feel like a lot of the smartest people I, I knew growing up are doing, you know, things that just make people money and don't add any sort of value to uh, people's yeah, lives right. other like, than make rich people richer. Yeah, like the super brainy. I have a family friend who's a super brainy, brilliant math kid, uh, and then in co into college, and yeah, like he just sort of became he becomes sort of one of those assets that rich people identify, and they're like, "Yep, okay, I need you to start analyzing this shit because then you right. you're gonna find some you gonna find some dollars to squeeze mm -hmm. out," uh, mm -hmm. and that's what he was doing for a minute. Lydia, it has been a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist. Uh, where can people nice. find you and follow you? Um, I'm in my house forever. Um, I don't <laughs> believe in doing Zoom comedy shows because I don't like having uh, telling jokes on my computer screen is the weirdest thing ever. So I, I'm not really doing any shows. But uh, Hater That's Tuesday. That's called a podcast, actually. Yeah, right? <laughs> Somebody yeah. laughs and you're like, uh, make sure you're on mute. Uh, yeah. Please, uh, make sure shut you're the on fuck mute. up you real quiet, quick. Please? This like, ain't your seminar. The idea of like doing crowd work at like a little box of squares like, is <laughs> is this Hollywood squares? Like what is happening? No, I don't want to do this. Um, right. But yeah, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm hanging out. I'm I'm, I'm making videos of, uh, of 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 rainbows that cast across my wall when when the, when the light comes through because I got crystals in my window. You know what I mean? Hater Tuesday, follow me. I'm I'm just you know not doing much. Hit me up. Let's talk about a. Uh, 90 Day Fiance, let's talk about Below Deck. Let's talk about weed. You know what I mean? Let's talk about rainbow therapy. Whatever you need, I'm here for you. Boom. Wait, what's rainbow therapy? Rainbow therapy is something I invented. Uh, oh, okay. And basically it happens, uh, <laughs> the prime time is between, uh, I'd say, 3.30 and 5.30 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. You need to find a nook in your house where you can hang a prism where it will catch sunlight. And then the sunlight comes through that prism and casts rainbows. And then you put a chair right in that rainbow kind of room and okay. then you just kind of spin around and you let the rainbows like wash over you mm -hmm. um preferably for 20 to 35 minutes leading okay. into 420 then you get high as fuck and then you, <laughs> oh, then you get in high as chair. fuck I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you feel it you like have it a hits sober different intro. you get your yeah. head right it different. Yeah. yes and then you get high as fuck and then you're like fuck these rainbows are ill i'm a good Whoa. person i made such a good choice today Damn. And like you just sit there and then you just ponder and you just like let the rainbow light flow over you. Let that weed go through All the right, system. Shit. Maybe I have to hit you up on Twitch. It would do a live rainbow therapy session. Yo, you know, I am for preaching the... rainbow therapy so hard right now because it works. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, I've gotten two people into it and they're like, I thought you were lying, but this shit works. I'm like, dog, I'm telling you. Well, <laughs> it's important. Because last time you got me into Terrence Howard's math, uh, teriology yeah, uh, system, and that didn't work out too well for me. All right, but well... you know, it was interesting nonetheless. <laughs> But yeah, man, that's me. That's my story. Just living life, trying to be free, trying to get hot go. water. You know what I mean? Is there a tweet or some other act of social media you've been enjoying? Sure. I actually saw a tweet last night that made me laugh quite large, quite loud. Uh, it's from Akilah Hughes. Uh, and she said, I hope Rihanna launches a Fenty space program and saves us all. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I, I really, I love Rihanna. I, I'll do anything she tells me to do. I, I think she's got a nice perspective on this. Let's do this. The spacesuit would be lit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like highlighted cheekbones to mm. the moon and back. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I think a, a Fenty designed spacesuit would be just to make me horny. If I saw like whatever Rihanna's bringing to like the spacesuit game. I'm like, oh no, come on now. You we do space, not want to be horny in space. No, no, exactly. Because you motherfuckers will be too horny and then women can focus and get this shit fixed right. We, it's a distraction. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's She's fine. a master of delusion. You just be like, man, that's spacesuit. I mean, that I don't mind at all. I'm like, yeah, right, exactly. They're like, yeah, yeah, just look at that. He doesn't realize it's a mannequin with balloons in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> she double, she like triple C thick though. You see that? Miles, where can people find you and what's the tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, where else? PlayStation Network, Miles of Grey. Also the other show, you know, 420 Day Fiance. We just get high talking about 90 Day Fiance. Uh, you know, Lydia will have to maybe do some rainbow therapy soon. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> for sure. Uh, some tweets that I like. Uh, one is from at Svensgard, uh, and it says, I tweeted about having huge tits, and I got 10 new followers, all men. There was no picture ach- attached. They didn't need proof. The idea alone was enough. Uh, <laughs> sadly, that's... I have no, yeah, that's, that sounds real. Those men are trash. Uh, another one uh, from Roxanne Gay at R Gay. It says, I'm at that stage of quarantine where the Instagram ads are working. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that yeah. hardcore, man. Uh, Sometimes I'm, I'm like, I've, yeah, I, I used to have like sponsored eye. Like my eye would be like, sponsored, keep going. And I'm like, what's this cool thing? It's a pool float <laughs> with a cooler built in? Yeah, that would yeah. be for a river trip I'll never take. I almost Instagram thought, I, is too good adult footy pajamas because i was like yeah man i definitely need those like mm. why wouldn't i need those and i was like bitch it is summer why yeah. you don't need footy pajamas in the summer <laughs> but why not you know right in- instagram's like three percent off where i still look at the ads they want me to click on and i'm insulted about who they think i am but they're oh. getting better to the point that i'm gonna soon just be like actually right i had that it. happen yesterday <laughs> nailed it I, guys i uh was going through and i had to stop because like what is this and it, then I realized I had to watch it like three times. And I was like, oh, man, who do they think I am? And then I just laughed. But it was <laughs> an ad for um, Kegel strengthening. And it's a uh, like a unit you insert into yourself. And then it has an app on your phone that basically has a game that looks just like Duck Hunt, where you basically uh, squeeze your Kegel muscles and then it registers on the phone. And so that way you have a and game. And you're clapping birds? Yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah, which I was like, uh, Duck Hunt. <laughs> Is the name of that name, uh, and then I was also oh, I was like, I'm like, how loose do you think my puss so is? Dope. And then I was like, well, I am a woman in her 40s, and then I was like, I do enjoy duck hunt. And I was oh, like, shit. but then I also realized a man made this game. No woman is ever going to put together a duck hunt game to make her pussy strong. She's just going <laughs> to, you know, like, hey, you know, you don't underestimate there. You know, I see those like pink real camo, real real tree camo outfits out there. So you know, again, like, made by a man for a woman who's right. like, man, bitch, yeah, will you true. please go hunting with me? I got you pink camo, and this is like some loose. Fucking pussed wife She's and some like, horny old fucking <laughs> loose video game wife. developers like, man, I'm gonna make duck hunt and get that thing strong again. Yeah, she, she losing her grip. That's yeah. why she needs this duck hunt game. Like, what? what? Yeah, and I was offended that <laughs> right. it was in there. But then I was like, yo, okay, maybe. Used to be yanking on that, but yeah, maybe that's my quarantine skill. I can fucking get the high score on duck hunt with my cunt. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but how do you cheat? Because like as a kid, you would just put the gun like right on the TV screen and be like. Your ass. Don't even, I'm not even aiming this shit. I'm half the time just breaking the monitor. I guess you can't cheat on this one. I Truly. Mean, yeah. I don't mm. know. 
Yeah. I, there's the possibilities are endless. You're I'll saying you you're hitting that I, machine gun fire. I'll huh? let you know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you're like bratata. Yo, Liddy out here busting shots. <laughs> the ducks with the K. Yeah. Oh, Lydia Chopovich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Endless, aka. Uh, tweet I enjoyed. Hampton Yout tweeted, uh, "There should be a, Ma- a Wario Lopez." Which, speaking of Mario Lopez, MacGyver. <laughs> MacGyver tweeted, "I take care of myself the same way I do plants. Forget to drink water for three days, then have a whole bunch at once, and tell myself that's the same thing." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist. On Instagram, we have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what is that going to be today? This is from a trio known as the Buttering Trio. Uh, and this is just another very, very easy listening track. It's got, the bass lines are thumping, the vocals are nice. It's just like sort of some ear volume, you know? So if you, if you want to experiment with some rainbow therapy, you know, maybe pump this while you're just letting them rays hit you, that Roy G Biv all over your body. Um, and yeah, so check this out from the Buttering Trio. It is called Sail With Me. All right, we're going to ride out on that. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. I thought you'll never ask, my darling. Sure, I'll come on by.